welcome. Um, so the first series, I guess we'll call it, of this podcast is going to be based on um, divination and the many different forms um, of divination. Now, I made a list <laughs> of the different forms and there are a lot Um A lot of them I'm not going to cover just because they're not very um, common or I just did not feel drawn to them. Um, But the first one that I'm going to talk about is tarot. Um, Now, we've all seen the decks everywhere. Um, It's becoming very popular in social media. There's a lot of people giving readings um, online and it's all very attractive, right? But where does it come from? So this episode, I really wanted to dive into the history of tarot um, because it goes back. Um, It goes way back, like past what you would automatically envision in your mind of like the gypsy in the corner with her crystal ball and her deck. It goes super back. So to introduce it, um, what is tarot? Tarot is a a deck of 78 cards. Um, It's made up of four suits, and each suit has 14 cards. There are 21 trump cards, a full card, um, and then the, um, like the suits. So, There's the major arcana, which contain the greater secrets, and then the minor arcana, which are usually considered the lesser secrets. Um, Originally, um, when it was created in the late 14th century, it was designed as a game, Um, and they were the cards were painted for wealthy families. It was a very bougie game; like not everybody could afford to own tarot cards this was back when um like before the printing press and so you had to like commission an artist so it was very expensive and so it was very much you know a an upper class um elite type of game and um that's actually where the myth comes from that your first deck has to be gifted to you is because even with the um, the development of the printing press and the and it becoming a little bit easier to produce the availability of paper and ink and all of that, it was still very expensive. And so, um, really, for the common person to have a deck, it would have had to have been given to them. Um, divination use did not become popular until the late 16th to early 17th century so a full 200 years later um in the 18th century um the meanings began to be assigned for each card and antoine law forgive me laura i'm not good with uh other languages names and such lawarte de gebin forgive me sir um, he introduced an analysis of the cards and said that they were derived from esoteric secrets of the Egyptian priests. And I read somewhere else that that was the um, the belief that gypsies brought over 
the cards to Europe traveling from Egypt um, and then Jean-Baptiste Alliet who was a French occultist released the first tarot deck that was specifically for divination um, Arthur White and Pamela Coleman Smith who were both members of the Order of the Golden Dawn created the wider weight deck and now that's probably the most popular one it's the one that everybody instantly sees when they think of tarot it's the first one that a lot of people get um, it has a lot of different names the Rider deck the weight rider deck the weight rider smith deck it just it's, it's all the same deck though um so the the consensus behind the symbolism of tarot is varied um there's a lot of ancient egypt um indications there's some from the kabbalah ancient tantra the i ching um all of these things come together like there's even like even before that there's you know there's been decks um where there are you know gods and goddesses and you know kali her most famous image is holding the four suits and the goddess nemesis she's also holding the cards so it goes way back um there's a lot of debate on whether knowing the history of tarot is important to anyone who would like to explore using tarot cards and on one side it's like well you know knowing the history isn't going to change your practice it's not going to you know help you understand it anymore or you know help your intuition grow or anything like that and then on the other hand it's like well knowing the history of something helps you to gain more respect for it and it alters your approach to it now personally for me I think that knowing the history is very important hence me making a podcast about it um but um you know the the history of tarot is not necessary to read the cards um but it couldn't hurt um sometimes I think that um knowing the history of something gives you a sense of foundation it lets you know where it came from um let me think Uh, another big thing that's important to to note is that um tarot was not created as a part of any particular religion or magical tradition and also um for those who are more religious Um, Religion is not necessarily anti-tarot. There are, you know, of course, people that are going to say, well, cards are linked to gambling or, you know, stuff like that. But the actual use of of the tarot cards is not, you know, forbidden. up episodes I'm going to be diving into each of the cards on an individual basis 
and explaining the imagery or at least you know the traditional imagery because there are so many different forms of um of tarot decks and the art is very different but they all basically have very similar symbolism and so I want to go through their symbolism and their meanings and what it means to pull one upright versus reversed um, just to help everybody to understand like as they're diving into their tarot deck or if they're interested in it or whatever um, to have a better understanding of what the cards mean themselves and then to further be able to intuit from that. Um, but I wanted to knock this out just super quick and do a quick history of tarot cards and where they came from. And so, you know, if there was anybody that didn't know, the tarot cards didn't just come up from the ground or, you know, fall from a tree or something. They're, you know, they have a very rich history. It's, um, it's rooted in a lot of different cultures and they have been used for you know multiple purposes um it did start out as a game um using it for divination did not come around for you know a couple centuries later and then um having it be analyzed and having each card assigned meanings um made i think the art of using the deck for divination more possible for more people because while you know you may have this deck and you know that you can pull a card and and use your intuition um if you know that this card already has meaning then you can kind of hone in with your intuition in terms of what the deck is actually telling you so with all of that being said i want to thank you for listening in and I appreciate your um, your taking an interest in in what I'm putting out and I look forward to sharing more with you and I am pretty sure that it's about to get super real when we get into these cards and their meanings um, but I'm super excited and I can't wait um, so I will be speaking to you soon peace out